Hello and welcome again. I'm super, 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 super glad to um, be with you again today. I'm so excited. It is Model 3, still Session 1 of the Polished and Fit Preparatory Course. Clap for yourself. You're doing an amazing job. Um, if you have completed Model 1 and Model 2, you are doing a fantastic job and I'm so proud of you already. Also, I just wanted to ask, I hope you're doing your model tasks because um, the joy of the whole course would be in the application, not just in taking the course or just taking it out of your list among the things you have done. This would um, be beneficial to you only if you apply the principles um, that we are sharing together in this course. So again, this is model three of the Polished and Fit Preparatory Course um, from Session 1, which is the Pre-Relationship Refinery, or what you call the Awakening Series. And today, um, on Model 3, we have the Investigation. Mm. I like the way it sounds, because it's indeed an investigation. We want to check out some things and um, address certain issues, you know, that can actually stand in the way um of being found what are the things you're doing to improve on yourself and then what word assures you of being found what is the foundation for your confidence you know that guarantees that your expectation will be a reality okay so that is like the summary of what we'll be looking at um in model three um model one um if just let me just do a quick recap um, we talked about visions on tablets, which was talking about, you know, getting you in the right order, first of all, before we talk about relationships. Okay, so we went into self-mastery um, in a detailed way. And um, also, model two, we talked about understanding what it really means to be single. Sometimes we do not even understand it so well. Um, but yeah, we dealt with that in model two. So yes, model three, let's just jump right into it. Um, so, um, one of the things I discovered, like one of the most difficult things to do as an individual is to confront and address yourself. Okay. Now this model today will do an investigation into certain factors that can tamper with the process of being found. Okay. So it gives you practical ways to take personal development to another level. And then we'll finally see, like I said, what, what guarantees your expectation. Um, it will be a very exciting model. Trust me on this one. Okay, so hey, um, let's just go in. So from the introduction on this one, um, from the beginning. So um, I, I'm, I'm so sure that you're having a wonderful day already. And then we're making good progress with this course. And I, I trust that it has been worth it for you as it has been for me okay now people often complain about what they have not even taken any step concerning have you thought about that before and other times people overlook stuff and those things that they are overlooking actually have very intense consequences okay so i i also um did a bit of research and i i found out from my observation that i mean the ladies in this age, we have such an amazing presence. Everyone is leveling up. People are investing a lot in personal development. Our slay game is on another level, you know. Once people of this age appear, I mean, if you do not have confidence, they can actually intimidate you, okay? I mean, you wear the same clothes with them. 
but they just appear hotter. I don't know how they get to do it, you know, but that's what it looks like in this age. So from a tender age, I'm sure you've heard this over and again, like, oh, don't do that in your husband's house. So I don't know if you've heard about that before. Okay, so have you been there before? All right. Um, so let's look at those aspects that we need to consider here um, that can actually stand in the way, you know, um, for people sometimes um, from what they're expecting to get um, to their hands. Okay, so I'm, I'm sure that a new season will indeed unfold for you as you go through this with me. As usual, we always have a model defining scripture because um, like we said from the beginning, um, it will be godly principles we're basically using for this course, okay? But that shouldn't uh, make you tune off in any way. Um, it's just to give you a perspective as we go ahead with the course, okay? So for this one, Hebrews 12, 10 to 13 um, from the Living Bible, the Living Bible. It says, our earthly fathers trained us for a few brief years doing the best for us that they knew how but god's correction is always right and for our best good that we may share his holiness the next verse says being punished isn't enjoyable while it is happening it hurts but afterwards we can see the results a quiet growth in grace and character so take a new grip with your tired hands stand firm on your shaky legs and mark out a straight smooth path for your feet so that those who follow you though weak and lame will not fall and hurt themselves but become strong okay now we have that in place. Let's look at the objectives for these particular models. By the end of this model, um, you'll get a clearer picture of things that can keep one from being found. Um, and also you'll be guided to practical steps towards continuous self-improvement and development. And you will find your own scripture. I mean, I'm saying a scripture with your name on it that assures you of being found by the right man. All right. So this model, like for the outline, it covers what prevents one from being um, from finding a spouse deliberate self-improvement plans and like i've said over and again what word from god assures you um of being found so let's just jump right into it what can prevent or affect someone from finding a spouse or from being found okay i'll take that slowly what can prevent or affect someone from finding a spouse or from being found? Okay, um, now we have settled what the question is. Let's go into it. Now, please understand this, that this is not a judgment seat at all. Never. Okay, and no one is against another. We're just learning together, rubbing minds, okay? And like I said, it's just an awakening of things you may not really have thought about before, okay? So let me just go straight in. So number one on my list, there is this word I coined out. I honestly haven't heard it anywhere before, but I coined this word specially for this model, and it's called pseudo-occupied. I'll say that again, to be pseudo-occupied. What this means is that the person has the appearance of being occupied or in a relationship. Meanwhile, the person is not in any relationship. 
I would explain. Um, have you heard about that before? Like the person looks like they are in a relationship, maybe the way they look and all of that, but they are not necessarily in a relationship. So in being studio occupied, there are some characteristics that would look into to help you determine whether this person is studio occupied or not. So I'll give an example. Now, this example, um, if you do not pay attention, you might not really get it and you might think I am against this particular thing, but I am not against it. It's just one of those studio occupied characteristics. Okay. It's a strange one, like I said, um, but you know how we all say, oh, I want a man of integrity. I want a man that is, um, you know, focused, a man that is observant and all of that. But have you thought about rings before? Okay. Now I'm not talking about fashion rings, you know, those ones we wear to take our slay game to another level. I'm saying rings that actually look like the real deal and wearing them on fingers that can easily be misunderstood. Hmm. Okay. Let me explain what I'm saying on this one. I'm saying that you're not yet engaged. Okay. So there's no proposal yet, but you wear rings that look like engagement rings. Do you understand now? Okay. Now I've seen this happen over and again, and I'll give you a personal um, example with this, but let's just go on. Now, will you be willing to adjust this trend for the meantime? Just a question. Now, I remember a friend of mine, you know, in my growing years. Oh, the truth is that I really, I am crazy about rings. Like, I love rings. I still do love rings, like, so very strongly. But, you know, at that time, like, so, so many years ago, she kept saying to me then that, Oh, when the brother sees this ring, he will feel you are engaged. You know, except he's a different kind of man that is bold and, you know, usually ask a lot of questions. But normally, you know, for some people that from a distance, they just observe and all of that. Um, viewing you from a distance, you might just be sending the wrong signal out, you know, of being occupied. Do you understand? So that season, this was personal to me, that season, I had to stop wearing any ring that seemed like an engagement-like ring. Okay. And eventually, I mean, altogether that period until I was in a relationship, I had to stop wearing rings as much as I really, 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 really love rings. I had to stop wearing them at that time because I didn't want to confuse, you know, um, anyone. I'm sure you've heard this joke before where people say things like, okay, so, um, some people have done a lot of construction on themselves so much so that <laughs> the angel that was responsible for bringing what's um belongs to them actually saw them and say ah they did not recognize them because the person they sent them to maybe was a dark person and now the person is completely white not just fair, i'm saying white totally white that's just a joke by the side but i'm saying that um it's possible to actually appear occupied when you're not occupied and for me one of the characteristics of that would be rings now i'm not saying to not wear rings you know fashion rings and all that but you know those rings i'm talking about i mean those are the kind of rings i really liked personally i like to wear those kind of rings that look like the real you know that has a stone that has whatever on it that just gives you that you know kind of feeling um, but i had to stop at that time because for me it was one of the things making me look studio occupied at the time okay so the man you're expecting is an honorable man i'm sure and since certain kinds of ring he may feel you're engaged 
So have you considered it before? I just thought to bring this up. Again, I never said rings were bad. I'm just saying those ones looking like engagement rings that you wear on a good day. You may want to slow down on them or turn them off um, for the meantime, you know. You get what I'm saying? And um, please understand that men, they don't know the difference so that uh, the, the finger is a uh, ring finger. Is your pinky, is this and that. They may not know. Once they just see a ring, that's all. They don't know if it's on the right hand or the left finger. Do you understand? This is just us saying, let's just look under every rock for whatever might just be in the way, okay? And um, so someone else, this is another person's life scenario. You know, she said she used to, you know, love to wear rings a whole lot until her mom stopped her from putting them on. You know, she says, whether you put it on index finger or on your pinky, once they see any sort of ring, they think you're engaged. So now this is coming from a mother. So she has experience and she understands this. And she, you know, stopped her daughter from wearing rings at the time because she was like, hey, don't reduce the chances, I beg, for what, you know, we are trying to... Uh, do okay so now that is settled another characteristics under being studio occupied having a tag of being a Rons or aristo babe what that simply means um now this is a nigerian slang again forgive me for this one please um it just means that someone into modernized um uh, prostitution well that's the way we they get to um, talk about it. Okay, so now I'm saying this person has a tag of being a Ron's babe. Okay, so having that constant tag or being seen with married men consistently as a lady, whether it's platonic or it's just casual or nothing at all, can give that studio occupied vibe to observers. Now, don't forget that human beings will not always come and meet you for explanations. They just make their observations and they make conclusions. So sometimes the brother trying to come for you is making inquiries and God forbid that they get to ask the wrong person or someone that has been observing you and believes that you date married men. Now that's going to be a problem. Do you understand? Okay. Now they may not give a good testimony about you if that's the kind of person that was asked uh, um, about you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So reputation is actually very important. I'm not saying do not relate to married men, okay? Um, before you start acting weird everywhere um, you go. But I'm saying move with caution. You cannot say that consistently that is the only company you want to keep. They don't ever see you with anyone else. You just every time you're always in the company of married men, that can send a wrong vibe out, okay? And then you may also want to ask yourself, why do you hang around married men so often, especially without the company of their wives? Aha! Now, that's another ball game altogether. For some people, they're like, oh, well, I mean, what's just there? You seem to just spend more time with them, even though there is no extra side to the relationship, so much so that you even say it that you prefer married men to young men have you been in that address before okay or sometimes you just secretly wish that oh that their wife when she's around she does not make the gist flow well there's how the whole thing is but you feel more relaxed when it's just the man that might just be a signal that you need to really really watch it as a person because this can be a very bad you know vibe for you Especially if you're someone that um, you're expecting and you're, you're trying to work on yourself 
um, concerning relationships, okay? Now, so the, the company you keep is also very vital. Understand that, that the company you keep is vital, okay? Yes, people should learn to hear directly or prayerfully, <clears throat> you know, come close and observe, but we must always be careful to unintentionally send the wrong messages so that we're not victims of the scourge of the tongue. Do you understand? I trust that the Lord would help you to be guided with discretion. So, um, be careful not to have that kind of tag. If people have that kind of mindset about you, then that might just be a bad, um, a bad testimony for you, especially if you're expecting, um, and, um, you're, you're trying to position yourself to, to be found by the right kind of man. Don't be that person that has this tag or consistently say, oh, your best, you're the people that you relate with the most, are always people in, you know, that kind of company, it can become a challenge for you. So please watch out for this particular one. Now, another one, still under studio occupied, um, being in an assumed relationship. Let me talk about this one. Now, do you have any male friend that acts like they are in a relationship with you, but you both know, you and this guy, you know that there's nothing going on between both of you. I'm saying you hang out every other day. You share so deeply like you would if you had a partner. You somewhat even see them as so very special. You have even prayed about them. I mean, but your conviction was clear that they are not the partner for you or you are not sure but open to be in a relationship with another man. You know that kind of um, circumstance, okay? Now, you would want to reassess that relationship. I am not saying do not have male friends, okay? But do not present anyone in your life like they are the one. When they are not, thereby pushing away a potential. Please, clearly define your relationships and your friendships. And do not give friends spouse privileges or be overly clingy with a man with no commitment to you do you understand please i'm saying this again make sure that you are not overly clingy with anyone that there is no commit um, commitment to you i'm saying reduce posting him as your dp and there's nothing between us but every moment every second you post him oh just thinking about you oh i just missed you his post, the day of his maybe celebration, his birthday or anything. You are the first. You are waiting 12 midnight. You are the first person to make the post. And you would make posts like every other hour throughout that day. And all of them be like, oh, there's nothing. No, we're not seeing each other. We just relate. I'm also saying, please stop all the endearing words that you used to refer to him. I'm sure you know what I mean. Mm, yes, you. If you're in that circumstance, I am talking to you. Stop using those endearing words that you use. Um, all those, my darling, my this and my that. You are saying there's nothing between you, but all of those things. Every moment, you know, you're either, I mean, building something up on his inside. Okay, there's something like our emotional tank. And the more we foil it and put a lot of stuff there we're, we're increasing that love quotient on the person's inside okay especially if it's someone you're not considering for a relationship eventually don't put yourself in that state or um function like oh we are 
you know, a couple and then suddenly he comes to tell you he's in a relationship and you're heartbroken. I'm wondering why you're heartbroken. When you said from the beginning, both of you said that you are both not in a relationship. Why is he now paining you that he has found someone he wants to settle with? Do you understand? That also shows that there was actually something there, even though you were just maybe too shy or not bold enough or something to admit that, I mean, you both have this vibe of you really love each other. You know what I'm talking about. Okay, so stop pretending before and telling us, oh, there's nothing there, but you are running things with this person. Okay, so we don't want you to be studio occupied. We want you to be available, ready for that king that is coming for you. Do you understand? Okay, let's move away from being studio occupied and look at other things that can actually affect or stop one from being found, okay? Now, please understand this. Some other times, God may be keeping you for a season and a reason purposefully. Did you hear what I just said? I'm saying God may actually be keeping you for a season and a reason purposefully. Now, please understand this, that no matter how much Elizabeth prayed, there was no way that John the Baptist could come earlier than he did. Why? There was prophecy over him. He had to be that age older than Jesus. Okay? So it was a preordained assignment. All right? It was the uniqueness of their purpose that demanded that route for both of them. All right? Now, so again, your walk with God would, you know, be the most important thing. You must be intimate with God. And understand times and season, okay, which is unique to everybody, all right? It is God that actually reveals those deep things concerning us to us. So God may necessarily be keeping you for a season because, uh, sorry, for a reason, because of the season he wants to bring you into. And when it's a God-ordained kind of um, restraint, okay, you'll be glad that you went through that process, if you will do it his way and by his direction, just be sure that it is God and not just your own personality of isolation. Do you understand? So please make sure you understand what the time and what the season is for you um, before you make any conclusion. All right. Because some people, that's just the design for the assignment, the weight of the assignment that they carry. All right. Now. Um, let's look at another point that can, you know, be a factor. Um, the way I put this one, I call it Madam Pride. Uh, because Pride is a madam, I'm telling you the truth. And I'll just talk about this uh, very, very briefly. What is pride? Basically overrating yourself. That is what it is. Okay. Now, this is different from a healthy self-esteem and a good courage of yourself. I expect that you should have a healthy self-esteem and you should have a good courage of yourself. Okay. But this is not what I'm talking about. I'm saying like you are highly, highly overrating yourself. Okay. I'm saying, I'm talking about, you know, this pressing that you feel like other people are below your standard. Okay. Even when you don't even have a clue about who those people are. All right. So sometimes it's so intense that you even wonder why your friends, this is pride speaking of, why your friends settled for certain people that you consider are below their own standards. Meanwhile, that's your friend and the partner. They are progressing as a team. While you that knows who should rhyme with the other seems to be on a spot. Have you thought about that before? The truth is that pride makes you unapproachable. Okay. 
Now, some of the things we see with people that, you know, work in this pride is a simple high. And she's already giving warnings of, oh, you're not my type. You're not my class. Sister, he only just said hi. He did not say, <laughs> he has not even said anything. He has not given you his CV. He has not read his manifesto to you yet. Do you understand? I'm saying have standards, please. Okay, but be kind to people. I mean, some people... Once they are not interested in a potential, they even go ahead and abuse the guy in question or take advantage of him by placing very ridiculous, you know, demands. Do you understand? I'm saying at this point, this guy has not even spoken about his intentions to you, but you're already releasing bad vibes. You need to really, really watch it. Okay. Let me ask you this question. What if it was a test? What if he started that approach, but just appeared that day, you know, that way to you? Do you understand what I'm saying? Or what if he was even clearing the ground for a family member or his friend just for you? Have you thought of that too? Remember, it's not everybody that you know all their friends or their relatives and all of that the moment you meet them. Hi, let me even give you a scenario. What if, just imagine, oh, let your imagination be up on this one. Imagine if it was now somebody, let me whisper this one. That you were already tripping for. Hey, but has not said anything. And he did not know that, you know, they both have a relationship. I'm saying this guy that approached you, that you were claiming is not your class, is not your standard, is not your type. Can you imagine? But he was just a forerunner, doing forerunner for the main person that you've been tripping for. But he just didn't know that this person was his friend. They just wanted to try and see, oh... Let's just see how this lady is, you know, what kind of person she is, how she relates with other people. There are people that do that. Not everybody would follow the normal route of, oh, come and approach you, be your friend first. and Or sometimes they even want to start with the process of oh, being your friend and all of that. But they just want to test and see that, okay, how does this person relate with other people, okay, that they don't know or other people that may not look like the kind of person they should relate with very, very easily. All right. I'm asking that. What if that guy came like Eliezer of Damascus? Can you remember the story of Rebecca and Isaac? Would you have passed that test? Remember, Eliezer was not the main spouse. So he was doing clearing the ground for Isaac. Have you thought about that? Listen, everyone's story is different and that is the truth. And you cannot tell what route or what lane that your story will take just yet. So please, be open to what God will have you do, alright? You need to constantly flow in the fruit of the Spirit. It costs you nothing to be cautious. Everything may not be your village people. Sorry again, this is another Nigerian name, Nigerian slang. When we say village people, how do I explain this one now? Village people is like... <laughs> there is a spell, you know, uh, there's an influence responsible for whatever it is that you're going through. Um, okay, I'm, I really apologize about that again. Okay, so sometimes our attitude, they're actually very, very horrible. Mm, that is the truth. So I need you to really work on being kind, like deliberately be a kind lady. All right? Now, please don't forget in all of this, it is very good to be nice to the opposite um, sex, but let there be boundaries and be very vigilant as you do so, okay? But just ditch that negative pride. You know the one I'm talking about that, you know, makes people feel less of themselves or makes people um, um, feel feel horrible just because they related with you or they had a conversation with you. 
all right so please let's just deal with this whole pride thing and make sure that um, even when even when you're not interested in a relationship there is how you will tell the person and the person's esteem will still be intact and who knows you can even strike a beautiful relationship from there that might not even be a marriage-based relationship it can be a business relationship there are other opportunities that can arise from just being kind to that person Many times, human beings are our doors. You cannot tell where that door would lead to. So please tread with caution and make sure that you're relating very well with people everywhere you find yourself. Okay? Mm. Now that is settled, let's go on to the next, number four. Wanting to attract someone that you're not, it can be a factor that can stop you. Okay? Never forget that the type of person or that type of man that you're desiring, that you have your, you know, spec for and all of that. That man also has a spec of his own dream lady. Have you thought about that before? He has a dream lady, just like you have your dream man. Okay. Let me just do a quick personal review um, with you that um, I, I, I learned about some time ago. Um, this is not generating directly from me, but it was a personal review I did at some time and I felt really um inspired when i took it and i just thought to put it here also to help you also you know do this now quick questions are you a pleasant person mm. do you have a vision that you're actively pursuing are you being intentional also about your work with god do you have the character of a solid help meet who is balanced i'm just asking it's a quick personal review, like I said. Are you pleasant? Do you have a vision? You know, all of us, we say, oh, we want a man of vision. You, too, as a lady, do you have a vision? Oh, you also want a man, not just potential. He's actively pursuing it. Are you actively pursuing your vision also? Um, Are you also intentional? Oh, I want a God-fearing man. Are you also intentional about your work with God? Oh, I want a man of character, a man of integrity, a man of substance. Girl... Do you have the character of a solid helpmate that is also balanced? Mm. So we must also become who that person we will be attracted to. Yes. Do you understand? Also, physical appearance, general courage has to be in place. Spirituality does not endorse mediocre appearance. It never has and it never will spirituality it does not endorse mediocre appearance all right so self-control must be manifesting also as your attitude is everything attitude is everything attitude is everything there's a book like that i would like you to get that book and read it's called attitude is everything okay now once you are a very petty person and you're overly sensitive, you really, really need to watch it. Men, they love their peace. Trust me. Those of us that have PhD in quarreling, whether with a sister or a brother, we'll need to do a self-makeover as maturity. Maturity is a major ingredient for a healthy and thriving relationship and marriage. I'll say that again. I'm saying that if you have a PhD in quarreling, whether it's with a lady or with a guy, because some people, they don't even care whether, I mean, they just bust out at every time. This particular kind of trait, you would need to do a self-makeover. Why? Maturity is a major ingredient 
for a healthy and thriving relationship and marriage. Okay? So you cannot sweat everything out every single time. You can't do that. Stop shouting all over the place. And eh? just because you're trying to prove a point. You want to say something, you know, no, let them know that they won't say it. It's not every time you have to prove a point. You can still, you know, pass across what you need to say to someone that maybe you're upset upset with without losing your civil, you know, behavior. You have to make sure that consistently you're not being petty and overly sensitive. Just take things very, very easily. Okay. Let me give you a life scenario about this one. Now, I remember one guy like that, okay? So, he was trying to ask me out in my NYSC days. Hey, many years ago. Very long time ago. I'm saying this is a very, very long time ago. This is over 12 years ago now, yeah? A long time ago, really long time. This is me just trying to make it uh, a long time ago. Now, he used to be in the church I attended while I was in the university, okay? And, um, but... You know how NYSC is, um, which is the, uh, yeah, where we went to serve. We were posted to the same state um, in the east, you know, to go and serve. So this guy was trying to fancy, you know, those kind of things. He was trying to claim familiarity, okay, like, oh, I know this person and all of that. Um, but then, again, mentoring. I'm still going to really talk about mentoring very soon in one of the models, Yeah. Now, I, I mentioned this to one of my mentors at that time. And then, guess what my mentor said? He said, are you running already? He says, run away fast. I'm like, ah, what's up? Not like I was considering the guy because I was like, ah, this guy, I beg. You know, but the brother had PhD in fighting. Let me explain what happened. He had toasted someone in those days, okay? And she was even trying to consider him. But then, I think they had an outing. And then, a taxi man offended him while they went out one of those days. Guess what the guy did? He pulled his shirt. Not minding that the lady was there and was ready to fight the taxi man on the street. Guess what? The sister aborted the mission immediately. Sharp, sharp. She aborted the mission. Imagine that. Now, this guy may have changed, though, but that act that day cancelled his chance now twice. Because me too, I had to run away. I cannot hear that somebody is pulling shirts in public to fight. And I said, that is where I want to put my head. I, I cannot come and can. You understand that kind of thing? Eh, I had to just run away too from there. Sorry for using that there again, okay? So, but I'm just saying that, let's not get it wrong. We're not saying that people that are single... Um, a single because of this but i'm just saying it can be one of the factors we're just doing it remember it's an investigation we're just checking different areas that we might just want to reconsider as this might be um maybe a challenge that you've been facing personally or nobody has been bold enough to tell you really as it is you know what you're going through if you lie to any other person make sure you're not lying to yourself okay like I said, it might not always be your village people. It might not always be a demonic manip manipulation. It might just be something you need to tweak, something you need to work on, something you need to adjust as a person, okay? So we're not saying that those that are married are perfect or that they have no flaws. It is not true. But understand that this is a preparatory season and I do not want to leave any stone unturned as we go through this course. And that is why we broke it down the way we have broken it down. Um, and that is why this is called the pre-relationship refinery. It's a refinery where we put things down, things that should not be there. We take them out 
It's a refinery experience for you. And then we put in those things that ought to be there so that you are in your refined state, thereby presenting yourself with the highest possible value that you can offer. Do you understand? Let's go on with this. Number five, another factor that can stand in the way is entitlement mentality. Let's talk about this one. One thing we need to be careful about is feeling that once a man gets interested in you, oh, you should transfer all your responsibility to him. Sister, please stop this mentality already. Being interested in you is not a crime and it should not come with a load of burden. Okay? You should be a pleasant experience even when you're not perfect. I that I'm speaking, I'm not a perfect person, but I'm saying you can be a pleasant experience. Entitlement mentality cannot help you if you're someone that is trusting to be in a relationship. Okay, now let me let me explain what I'm saying, and I need you to really listen to this very, very carefully. I, I know someone you know who was interested in a lady in those days, but he said to me, he said, See, I took her out and she kept ordering for all kinds of things. I should pay for cream, he should pay for soap, he should pay for this. All kinds of things. Very expensive stuff she kept calling, listing this and that. Out. Like she brought out her monthly budget as it were and you know, wanted to make sure that it was this guy that was responsible. I'm saying that he has not even proposed that I want to be in a relationship with you. He just only said, oh, you know, let's, let's go out. You know, those familiarity kind of, I want to get to know you more kind of outing. And imagine this lady was already placing a whole lot of demand. Now, that was how this guy ran away because her demand from the very first outing was already endless all right now that was a very negative first impression to give as a lady you don't want that to happen you know to you okay now i am saying that a man showing interest in you does not turn that man into an atm machine i said what i said it doesn't turn into an atm machine stop that oracle mindset okay do not pack the entire family burden on him. He just met you for the first time. Uh -huh. My younger sister's school fees. Oh, my brother's uh, exam fee. This and that. So many things immediately. I'm saying somebody is just getting to know you. You're still trying to see how it goes, to understand how the relationship will feel. And then you're already putting a lot of burden on him. You do not even know the responsibility he already bears as a person. And then you're packing so much on him from just getting to know you. That is a bad impression that you're giving. I'm saying yes, so he should be a giver. But I'm sure you understand what I mean by what I'm explaining. Somebody is asking me, what is Oriaku? Okay, Oriaku simply means that um, someone that came to enjoy or eat wealth. I'm not evil, okay? But I don't know. I just love this evil thing so much, okay? Um, so, I mean, to enjoy life only without any form of contribution. That is what the person's mindset is. So you stand, every man you see is a potential, oh, he must fulfill this need and that need and this need and that need. Hmm? Your husband should take care of you, yes. But please, starting the relationship with countless unreasonable demands does not speak well of you. All right. So before you got a man, where you not living? I'm asking you now this particular question. Before you got that man, where you not living? Why should you now become a cross that he must carry? 
The only cross that we're told to carry is Jesus says you should bear your on a daily basis, you should carry your cross and follow. Jesus says you should carry a human being to become a cross. Do you understand? I really need us to grow up on this one. I'm sorry that I'm, I sounded a bit harsh on this particular point, but honestly, the entitlement mentality we see these days, um, it gets disturbing over time. Okay, you are an asset, you're not a liability, and I want you to position your mindset that way. Um, to understand that that is who you are. You are a value-added partner. You're not there to um, create um, burdens all over the place. Do you understand me? Okay, don't worry. You would you'd like the other, the other points and then we won't have to fight on this one, okay? So number six, another factor can be a demonic blockade. Now, let's talk about this one. The truth is that curses are real. Uh-huh. And curses, they need to be broken. Sometimes those causes are family related. You just notice it as a trend that people do not get married on time in the family. And no matter the effort they put into it, it just always ends up in disappointment. Have you been there before? I'm saying that these things don't just happen. Yeah, there are unforeseen, unseen forces that oversee that. And you must not be ignorant, okay? Now, the enemy has no power. The devil has no power. But he uses schemes which you need to be aware of. You need to engage in battle over such experiences, if that is the experience you've had in the past, and take your stand in God, okay? Don't gloss over it and don't be mild. The only language the enemy understands is violence, says a wise man. You can only get free through deep understanding of your place in God and the finished work of the cross. So be immersed in your new creation realities, taking scriptures and ingest them, all right? This is the season to do that. If you've been experiencing this, if you've noticed it, that, oh, your sisters, your aunties, it just, it just happens that um, in the family, it's something you've noticed um, that it takes a very, very long time, no matter the efforts, no matter how beautiful people are, they just notice that, or they don't just get married um, early, no matter how much they try, you know, and it's a concern to you, and it's something you've been thinking about, you've not been sure of how to go about it, so this is me offering help to you on this one, okay, so you may also need to come into agreement with your spiritual authority concerning it, but please do not accept it, especially if you desire to be married, don't say that, ah, Eh, when it will happen, it will happen. No, 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 no. Sometimes it's actually a demonic blockade. Okay, and you need to stand there and make sure that you win that battle. Remember Daniel. It's not like what he prayed for was not available to him. It was available to him already. But, you know, something was standing in the way. So the answer had been released a long time ago. But there were forces making that answer not to get to his hand. All right. So there had to be an intervention in that particular circumstance. And in this particular one, I wanted to ask God for a battle strategy. There is a strategy you can use and engage with full force using the weapons available to us in Christ. Okay, well, of course, with prayer and the word of God as the foundation. And I'm sure that um, there would definitely be victory over this. Okay, now your battle is not against flesh and blood. Understand this. And it's not time to be posh on this particular one you go all out and you enforce your victory remember you already won before you started the battle but make sure that you play your part and insist on what has already been made available to you and don't allow the enemy cheat you of your portion anymore okay so if it's a demonic blockade you need to really really stand in get your battle strategy and then go all out with that strategy and win all right 
let's go on number seven another one would be a pronouncement made as a curse i would explain this maybe in the days of ignorance all the days we were living in sin, the days we were not yet saved, the days we were just, you know, just lounging, just flexing and doing all the things you we were doing. A lady was cursed by an embittered wife. It's very possible. Mm -hmm. Listen, the wife in question may have released a curse. If she felt that a lady was taking away her husband's attention and such pain may have led to her speaking curses. And those causes will be valid unless something is done about it. That is the simple truth. Do you understand? So another, um, anyone, of course, you know that anyone trying to put asunder with what God has joined together becomes a valid candidate for that cause. So some people may be fighting what they don't even know exists because the lady in question was not even there when the woman was placing the curse. But the woman, you know, at that time said, anybody taking away the attention of her husband, and um you know making her not to enjoy her marriage oh that kind of person will never have a home that kind of person will never be married such such words there are people that say such things there are people that you know come out you know they enter into a covenant they do all kinds of things when such circumstances occur okay so you want to um look into it i would say this that if you are in this address at this time okay of being involved in an extramarital affair or it had happened in your past you know but you never really, you just maybe broke off the relationship and that was it. You never really took any step or didn't think about it. it would, this would be a good time for you to go back and actually repent before the Lord. Ask for mercy and come under the blood over any cost that may have been released in that dimension in your time of ignorance. Okay? Now, you may not be able to do a restitution in every circumstance. Alright? But ensure that you don't ignore this and ensure that your heavens are clear there's no cloud over you there's no word that is spoken that is hanging somewhere there over your life okay do not fight an enigma do you understand so understand that you know even if you are a, um, a lawful captive as it were based on the circumstance and based on that word that was released that even a lawful captive can be delivered okay especially when they have the right revelation and the right mentality now if you're still in the address of being in a relationship with a married man you need to get out of that relationship fast like fast already all right um you don't want to be there repent before the lord and follow the steps i just mentioned you know above and don't sow what you will not like to reap all right i'm sure you don't want to reap that kind of um, um harvest you don't want that to happen to you you don't want someone tomorrow taking the attention of your husband away so don't sow it as a seed today make up your mind that you're a lady of value and that you're not going to reduce your worth trying to please anyone so like i said if you've ever had that kind of relationship where you were dating a married man or sleeping with someone else's husband or anything like that make sure you repent and say if there's any cost that was placed on you during that time, you know, by any wife or anything like that, that you come under the blood of Jesus and whatever effect the curse was supposed to have on you, that you have been set free from that curse. And I'm sure that um, there will be deliverance for you. Um, the Lord is your strength on that one. So another factor still going on. Another reason can be that you are unprepared. I said it. You might just not be prepared yet. As much as 
on the external, it looks like you're desperate. You feel like, oh, I should be settled. I'm already so-so and so age. Now, age has nothing to do with preparation. You can be as old as anything and not be prepared. So age does not mean that you are now prepared. No. Okay. Now, just saying you need a man, but not doing anything to improve on yourself can just become daydreaming. Okay. Because when preparation meets with opportunity, there is always a spark. Don't be in a haste to get into the showroom. When you refuse to follow the process at the workshop, prepare like you are expecting. All right? So that can be a factor. It might just be a factor. God is saying, oh, I don't want to waste resources. I, I can't let you meet the man at this particular state that you're in because you're going to mess things up. So even if this was supposed to be a good relationship, a profitable relationship, because you are not prepared, you're going to muddy the water. You're going to spoil things, okay? So please make the adjustments. And if you are taking this course at this time, of course, you are on your pathway to preparation. And I am so proud of you. So give yourself a thumbs up on this one as we go on. So number nine, another factor is that when you have no desire for marriage, I've talked with some people and, you know, they keep saying, oh, I'm not ready till 2029. Can you imagine that? Oh, I'm not ready till... They'll be calling one ridiculous time. When God can compress time for you, when you can just pay attention intentionally and actually prepare yourself, they keep postponing it, maybe out of fear or whatever, but they just keep postponing, 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 postponing. And that can become a factor that would stop someone. So if you've been saying things like that in the past, you may want to refrain from such statements, okay? So, and also... The second people in this category are those that are always saying, oh, give me time to think about it when they propose to you. Give me time to think about it. Your think about it is already taking two years. There's no response. And this is your standard practice. I'm not saying once in a while. Though. I'm not saying that, oh, rush to give an answer. Take your time, yes. But when you are saying, oh, give me time to think about it, and in five years' time, you are still saying, give me time to think about it from someone. We are trying to check, ah, so the day he now you now notice that oh the guy now has a cow or the guy you know is now doing better and all of that you now start finding a way to warm your way back to his heart that hey, hey, and that discussion that day I want to give you an answer now you know that that is a compromised way to go about it okay so you honestly need to make an adjustment if this is your standard practice okay if you desire to be married you can't continue to keep people waiting endlessly for you. So confront your fears and move forward with yourself. No man wants to be on hold forever because he's interested in you, okay? Don't rush, like I said, but honestly, say you need some time and it has become five years, that is not a good sign, okay? Do not smell what you don't want to eat and don't use him to satisfy your emotional and financial needs when you are obviously not interested in building a lasting relationship with him, okay? So uh, it's just like a two-way thing. For some people, they say things like, oh, it's till 2029 before I'm ready to be married. Another category for this no desire for marriage, they keep saying, oh, give me time. And it's taking five years. Anytime somebody proposes to you, it's always, this is your standard, that it always takes a very long time before you give any answer. And another group is that, okay, oh, you don't really want a relationship, but you like the fact that, you know, you're getting an attention from this guy. So you use him. And because, oh, he's helplessly in love with in love with you he too he's trying to see that okay oh, with all of the investment he's putting in maybe you would consider him faster or something 
and then you're just using him to meet your emotional needs at least when you want to go out there's somebody to take you out oh you want to see this movie or there's someone to take you there you want to have this outing there's someone your birthday there's someone to throw you a party but there's nothing between the both of you stop it that is so wrong okay you don't want someone doing that to your son tomorrow okay now another factor again that can stop people from because like i said this is an investigation i checked different factors different things that can stand in the way and those are the things that's those are the things i'm highlighting today that i want us to really look into and if you fall into any of those categories areas you need to make adjustment begin to make the adjustment okay another area which is number 10 is that you're a pressure mounter okay this one let me go into it those people that keep putting pressure on any man they meet to get engaged to them forcefully. You met the man immediately. Hey, when are you coming to see my family? I'm saying the guy is just still trying to know you. It's barely maybe a few weeks. Ah, eh, my, my mom is around though. Eh, she asked after you. Asked after you like after how many weeks? Can you just allow the relationship to even build at all? Do you understand? I'm saying, yes, ensure that things are clear. You have a clear direction from the beginning about your relationship. But don't just meet a man and the next minute you're putting pressure on him to come and see your family. Why should you do that? Can you please just take a chilling pill sometimes and learn to allow things follow process and to grow? Hurry and scurry would always put you further behind. And that is the truth. And don't let the magazines fool you. Okay, it doesn't always happen like the way you see it in fiction stories that we read. Allow things to grow, allow things to evolve, give it time because time would indeed reveal things that are hidden from us. Okay, so don't be in a haste, don't mount pressure, but be wise with what you're um, saying. All right, so let's move forward. Number 11 would be not having wise counsel. Not having wise counsel, okay? Now, be very, very careful where you go to for counsel. Do not listen to a strange voice outside of God's standard. Verify the source for every counsel that you receive and test all the spirits. Not every counsel is a wise counsel. So, make sure that the counsel you're getting concerning your relationship is a wise counsel, okay? Make sure it's a wise counsel. If you've not been able to find a wise counsel, start looking for one. That's why you're in your preparatory stage. Okay? And so make sure that you get wise counsel at all times. Number 12, um, going on, would be unrealistic targets and unrealistic checklists. Now, for example, you're waiting for a ready-made man solely as your focus. Now, there's nothing wrong with starting small and growing together. And there's nothing wrong with having a man that is made in court. But when that becomes the only focus, okay, and you become unwilling to really know who people are or follow God's direction on who to be with, then you may be setting yourself up for disappointment. Do you understand what I'm saying? Please dream big, but start well and grow together. Okay? What I meant... Again, is that I'm saying that the only focus you have on this one is that why I said it's unrealistic is that you said ah, if the man is not made, because for some people they say no, if he does not have this particular SUV, that because that's your own definition of success. If he doesn't have this, if he doesn't have so and so amount of money in his bank account, you should just forget it. And this is just from your observation. It's not like you really know this pressing at this time. Okay, so you need to really watch it. All right. 
and um like i said please dream big start well and grow together uh-huh and then also have it in mind that things would only get better especially for a man that has a focus and that is purpose driven uh, uh driven do you understand don't um, get carried away by talks and all of that alone. Make sure that you know exactly what you're going for. So not just a container, but a container that has content and that is indeed going to the continent, okay? So ensure. So for those that you say, ah, eh, so he has potential, his purpose driven. Please, I would say this. Don't be carried away. Don't let him to just sweet talk you alone. Ensure that that man that said he has potential, he has a vision, is actively working on that vision that he has said so that they are not just empty words okay and not the one that the vision today is this tomorrow is that tomorrow is this i mean there's nothing wrong with doing all you can to discover yourself i mean there are many brands today global brands today that didn't start out the current way that they are they had tried several things before they finally found their voice and their identity he might be in that state but for the one that has told you he's so sure he's so confident and all of that Make sure that um, you're following the right pathway with him because the focused man will eventually become that made man. Mm -hmm. And ladies, they know a man that has potentials to become great in the future. So don't be shallow always. Make sure you're going for depth. Look beyond the surface. No matter how something looks on the external, make sure that the foundation is right and it's in place and you don't have an unrealistic expectation. All right? Number 13 would be wrong focus and wrong priority. Similar to the um, last point, but it's a bit different. Now, this is when people are just majoring on the minor and you're minoring on the major. It becomes a challenge. I'm saying on this one, you are checking only account balance and you're not checking heart balance, okay? Now, charisma is not character. Don't forget this, all right? Title in church or business does not mean good behavior or that the, the man is good for you. So it, it's very possible. I'm sure you've seen people that are very char charismatic and all of that. They may not necessarily be um, the, the, the person for you. So if all you were carried away with, ah, this guy, he dresses well. He speaks Queen's English. Uh, he, he sits up very, very well and all of that. And that's all you're looking at. You saw other character flaws. You saw that he was not patient with people. You saw that he insults people at every slight opportunity. You saw that uh, he's disrespectful to his family members. You have seen unforgiveness with him. You've seen several things. But because your focus and your priority is only on the fact that, oh, he has charisma. Um, and your name and his name goes very well as surname and that's all that is your focus then you're setting yourself up for disappointment okay because sultry eyes and six packs may not mean that he will be a great man so focus on the right thing as you go through this journey all right another factor which will be number 14 will be over availability it can actually be a hindrance to being found now i don't know how it works for some other people but i've noticed that some men don't like ladies that are trying to be everywhere or at every event every single time they actually love ladies who are put together okay i'm not saying lose your uniqueness if you're naturally social and outgoing or become someone else just to get a man but please you really need to check it and be sure that um that event you want to go for that is actually very necessary learn to prioritize your presence okay over availability can sometimes 
be lack of productivity. Because if you're focused and you're thriving, then you may most likely be unavailable for every, I'm saying every now, every is the active word. You may be most likely unavailable for every event. So I'm not saying that, oh, isolate yourself or don't socialize, do all of that. But when it becomes like, oh, without another party, another event, you cannot survive, you won't be okay and all of that, then begin to check it, okay? So you'll still attend events, but you'll do that with wisdom and with precision because value is often in rarity. It's not what you find everywhere that, you know, you term as valuable. The things we don't see every day are the things we tend to value, okay? So precious jewels are usually not found everywhere. Be guided, all right? You don't have to own every Ashwabi that exists. Stop being a victim of that fear of missing out, all right? And you don't have to be at every event, except, <laughs> of course, you're an event planner or you're a crew member, okay? That's when you're allowed to, I mean, well, even your events, I'm sure you are selective. You have your niche. It's not every kind of event that you plan. There are certain events that maybe do not meet up with your values and with your standards, so please prioritize your presence majorly, okay? Now, another factor. I'm going to come into someone's compound on this one. Number 15, bad character or bad attitude. Let's talk about it. Like I said before, attitude is everything. When you have a negative attitude towards people, it can prevent you from getting a good relationship. Who sees fire and wants to jump inside? Please help me answer that question. You cannot remain at the address of, this is who I am. People should accept me like that. You should be a pleasant experience. It's time to work on yourself and stop excusing bad behavior. It's no longer in vogue, and that's the truth. Don't give the responsibility of your growth and personal development to another person. With a bad attitude, the time that you should have spent in productivity will not be used to be settling issues all over the place. It can be very tiring after a while. So invest in self-mastery maximum growth and improvement you owe yourself this particular responsibility okay because a flat tire trust me to take you nowhere okay so do not let the fear of how long you have lived that way stop you from making the necessary adjustment you may have had that bad attitude for a very long time but you can make the adjustment today by just making up your mind and saying i have listened to this today and um i would list out those areas that have not been doing so well and i'll begin to make the adjustment okay it might not be easy but i'm sure you'll be able to pull through this one because you are a superwoman okay now number 16 still going on a fake lifestyle can become a factor that prevents you from finding a partner okay now when you're trying to impress someone based on his personality and acting like who you are not, it can prevent you from getting into a good relationship or getting a good spouse. What do I mean? Be real. Be yourself, but be your best first. Stop trying to be who you are not. It's not often convenient. Ask David when he was wearing the armor of Saul to fight a battle. He could not cope for a long time and had to eventually take it off. Ugh. Be tried and true. It often does not last when it is a fake lifestyle. Okay, so make sure that you're living the right way and doing what you need to do. Stop, stop trying to fake everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, so moving forward still, like I said, it's an investigation. That's why I'm really taking it step by step so that if there is anyone that can be the factor you've been dealing with, you can quickly approach it and begin to make the adjustment. Okay, now number 17, what you post on social media, communicate a message. Now we're in the social media age, we're in that 
age where everything and anything matters. These days, before you even get a job, many times they actually go on your handle to make research about you and find out more about you. Okay? Now, you have to be very careful about what you post about yourself and how you air your views on various platforms. There are people watching you without your knowledge, in case you do not know. Those watching you are actually more than those you can see or that you may know. Okay? Now, they don't have to respond to your message, but they are surely taking notes about you. Alright? Now, sometimes it feels like you're having fun and you want to share the moment on social media. Always ask yourself, in a few years to come, will I be proud of myself for what I am about to post? Will I be proud of myself? Is it necessary? Do I have to post this thing? Number three, am I feeding my insecurity with this post? Another question. Will it edify people when they read this post? Number five, what is my motive for making the post or the comment that I want to post. Ask yourself again, does it represent my brand correctly? Will people misunderstand my stand through this post? Think before you post. Don't just post. Don't just say, I was just saying my mind. That saying your mind can actually cost you a whole lot. All right? Now, also, still end up making posts on social media. When posting pictures that reveal things... People form opinion about us. I want to ask you very sincerely, please, I'm not trying to judge you, judge anyone, but please answer this question. Must your cleavage show? I'm just asking. I mean, sometimes it's the entire breast that is displayed out there. Must your breast be shown outside because you're trying to be trendy or be that um, slay babe or slay queen or anything on social media. And then you put them under your bio, oh, Jesus freak, oh, Jesus lover, oh, um, kingdom addicts and all of that. Does it actually represent you appropriately? I'm asking you. Must the secret things be revealed without caution? I'm asking a question today. Pause and think about it. Anytime you make that post, is there something on your mind like, ah, maybe this is how the guy will quickly see me. Uh, let me just show him at least previews. Let me show him how the breast will be. It's very succulent or something. You need to really check this out, okay? Please do well to keep it classy and sanctified all the time, all right? So the standard is still pure and holy, tried and true. You are God's vessel. All right, so place honor and value in yourself. Don't forget your value added partner. So, personal advertisement may not be what sells if it is done in a wrong way. Let God guide you through. Okay, remember you're seeking, seeking a godly man, not a street boy. And you cannot use the world strategy and expect a kingdom result. It doesn't work that way. All right, so please make sure that what you're posting about yourself. You, I mean, all the, if we check your, your, your post, everything is the twerking one, where you were twerking, very, very hot erotic twerks like that. And you say, ah, you're trusting for a God-fearing man, a man that understands you and all of that, girl. <laughs> Let's tread with caution, okay? Not everything that is trending has to be something you must do, okay? We still... Check it out. Many times the queen and people that you see up there, that's how they present themselves. So present yourself properly, okay? 
And then also when you're posting your opinion on posts that are online on various blogs and all of that, please don't join the gang that insults people without any form of care. He may just be watching you. Who can tell? You understand? There are some people that, you know, go through those posts and go through those pages and they don't ever put a comment or say anything. You will never see their like, you never see their comment, but they observe, they see, they notice some certain handles and that's why they begin to mark them in their minds. Imagine if you are now in that category. Must you go there to abuse anyone? Okay? So make up your mind today that you'd behave yourself wisely, no matter where you find yourself. Whether, you know, it's online or it's real time. Avoid walking in the flesh, okay? And sometimes the truth is that silence is indeed golden. You don't have to air your view on everything. Some things just ignore. No matter how much is burning in your mind and all of that, just, just forget about it sometimes. Some things, commit them into God's hands and move on, okay? So please be careful what you um, air your view about online, okay? So I'll just give you like a little scenario that happened to me like um, a while back. Um, I, I went to the market, you know, some weeks back and someone I, I know very well, you know, chatted me up on Mother's Day. Um, that was like last year and was greeting me and acknowledging that, oh, he saw me in the market and all of that. Ah, Honestly, I did not see this person. Imagine if I was there doing something bad and I felt like I was in a safe zone. Do you understand? People actually see us much more than we think they do and much more than we ever know that they do. So please make sure that, you know, wherever you find yourself, you're representing with the right mentality so that you do not be the one that be, uh, becomes the hindrance or stop yourself tomorrow. So another factor, another reason can be not being open to intertribal marriage. Okay. It can be a hindrance. Now, what if your God-ordained husband is from another tribe? For those of us that are very tribalistic, will you be willing to accept God's choice? There is neither Greek nor Jew <laughs> in the kingdom. You need to get over the walls you have built for years that may be stopping you. Relate to people as the image and likeness of God, not tribe. So long as they are God's children and they are his will for you. Ask yourself, do you want only a set or, or ask yourself, why do you want only a certain tribe? Have you found out about that before? So please think about it so that um, it doesn't become a challenge. So you may be wondering that, oh, yeah, has anyone had that kind of experience? Yes. So someone shared an experience with me about it. She says, oh, I have this friend of mine that is still very single because she wants only Yoruba, like only um, the people from the Western Nigeria. So guys have been coming, but when it reaches proposal, she will refuse. And the tribe is her sole reason, no other reason. So you may need to change your mindset if this is your um category okay now like i said i believe that the reason for the class is to help you adjust where you need to adjust because you might just be stopping yourself and you may be claiming it's something else that is stopping you so look into all of these areas that we are investigating and see the areas that you should make adjustment with okay another factor can be discretion not keeping your relationship to yourself at a certain stage it is not every friend that has the best interest for you. So negative thoughts for you and the relationship can become a hindrance. So you cannot expose your gift to everyone before the time required. Learn from Mary. All right. Now, let me say this here, that Mary was given a huge assignment of birthing the savior of the world. I'm saying like that was the greatest 
thing that one could be assigned to do. And she did not start, you know, posting it on social media immediately, like some of us would have done. Hey, I guess what today? I just met Angel Gabriel. He came to my house. Ha! Ah, this and that. Savior uh, pregnancy loading. This and that loading. It's not everything that needs to be, you know, put out there immediately. Some things you just need discretion to guide them. Okay. Even Elizabeth also, you know, as much as it's been a very long time, she's been expecting this miracle. She finally got it. You know, it was recorded that Elizabeth also went away by herself after she conceived her miracle baby. So it's time to be wise. It's not everything that is for public consumption. Okay, don't be led by low self-esteem because sometimes you want to post it because you want someone to think that, oh, you're also making progress. So grow your relationship in the spirit and at the right time, he will be revealed. Maturity is knowing when to do what all right even paul in you know galatians 1 16 was not in a hurry to make his life assignment public okay so learn and be wise so guide your affairs with discretion so you really need discretion for some people this might just be their only factor that has been affecting them that every time you know someone comes around them they are all over the place trying to put a billboard up of it and all of that and then you know get um, influenced here and there because that's when someone will start looking for a way to send him a message about you that might not be true and you know just be very careful when you are on this path okay another reason another factor can be for medical reasons now this one has nothing to do with is your fault and all of that no this is not your fault but it can become a factor so the genotype for example can be a factor so let me even ask at this point do you know your genotype I've asked some people like uh, that are advanced in age and it was amazing that, I mean, they had never really paid attention to their blood group or genotype. So this can be a factor. So it's important to actually seek appropriate counsel concerning this. All right. So this is why self-discovery matters a whole lot. So don't start investing in emotions when vital inquiries have not been made like this. There are other medical findings, of course, that you need to do as well. But I'm just saying, you know, don't don't wait until when the church says to do medical tests before the wedding and then you now make findings that will become devastating for the both of you. So sometimes you may want an evidence of the findings as we have so many deceitful people these days. So find out. I mean, this should be among the early things, especially if you have this whole genotype um, challenge. Maybe um, you're someone that maybe is a sickle cell carrier, for example, please, I'm not talking against any of the genotypes. It's very sensitive and I understand that. But I'm just saying that, okay, for example, so you're someone that is an AS, for example, and you're like, ah, I don't want another AS, so I don't want to marry an SS and things like that. You're really looking out for someone that's an AA. For you, it might be an important inquiry that you want to do on time when you meet someone. You don't want to wait till, you know, you're deeply involved or deeply in love with the person and then you now make that finding and it feels like, oh, it's difficult to go on and all that. Um, if you work very well um, on certain things, you can actually, I've seen people that their genotype have changed before. Yeah, through miraculous healings and all of that. You might want to take step and all that, but I'm just saying it shouldn't be something you should be ignorant about, okay? So take your time to do your medical test and be sure the person you're considering is also in line and just be led by the Spirit of God, okay? And then I know that some people that will say, oh, genotype is not a challenge, but please seek medical counsel about it so that you don't put yourself in a 
tempting situation where you now are torn between making the decision to go on or to break up. And it might be at a point where it might be too devastating to do. So please, medical reasons. Like I said, it's not only genotype. There are other medical things you need to find out. So you can go to your medical center, find out from them what are the things you need to know you know, that um, you need to pay attention to, okay? Now, um, for 21, for some people, it is the fear of their past. Now, I have a full model for handling your past and the fear of your past, and I don't want to dwell too much on that now, so let me just go on. Um, number 22 would be playing games, playing games. Do not be doing hard to get at this stage, oh, eh Times have changed, dear lady. Okay, so if you like him and God has given you clearance, please go ahead with your life. We're not at the stage of keeping him waiting for another two years, like I said before, or more for some people, you know, just to prove a point. And I'm not also saying jump at everyone you meet, but once you're sure God is saying a yes to that person, please flow on God's frequency, okay? And don't appear desperate or cheap. Ask for some time, okay, but don't make that, um, give me some time everlasting. Even God is long-suffering, not everlasting suffering, okay? Now, this list does not cover it all, but I hope it inspires you to take a second look at where you may need to adjust. And don't feel bad if some of them actually sound like you. Just change. All right. So let me just help you a bit on this aspect of deliberate self-improvement, because I've said about I've said a lot about what can actually stop you and what can stand in the way. But um, let me also offer help. Let me um, help you to see things that may be um, forms of self-improvement for you. OK, so please, let's just go over this one very quickly. All right, um, because um, self-leadership, like I would want to say, first of all, is often the best form of leadership. It's so easy to complain about other people, but have you taken your time to invest in yourself? Think about it. I hope that these simple steps and areas will help awaken you to do something deliberate to improve on yourself. All right. Now, one point is to create your list of areas you need to work on. No one knows you like you apart from God, okay? So I, I'm talking about we want to work on ourselves deliberately. The first point to start with is create your list. What are the areas I need to work on as a person? Do you understand? Create that list and then look into it. I'm going to still give you how to go about it. So I remember one time, one of my mentors at the time, she, you know, she asked me then to list all the areas. And this was before I even got a relationship and all that. And she told me, list all the areas, you know, that you need to work on. And how did she explain it to me? She said, all the areas your mom has ever complained about, areas other people may have raised, you know, that has caused friction severally with you and people at some other time, you know. And then also still ask the Holy Spirit to show you areas to adjust in your attitude. So I made this very comprehensive list and I started getting scriptures. I started getting books to deal with each of these areas and it made a huge difference for me. Of course, I'm still growing, but I can say that I mean I have greatly improved by just taking that step of listing it out and deliberately knowing how to work on it. I mean, it might be as simple as you talk too much as a person. So everyone is unique, but know when to study to be quiet because there's something like studying to be quiet. All right. 
So you can actually work on that as well. Um, so create your own list and start, you know, making the effort to get it corrected. For example, you notice that, oh, you find it very easy to abuse people. Maybe that's one of the areas you're trying to really work on. So you get scriptures that talk about how to be, um, how to control the things we say and all that. And it can help you to make that adjustment. Do you understand me? Okay. Another area for deliberate self-improvement would be overall physical appearance and style upgrade. Let me ask you a question. The way you look currently, can it attract the kind of man you wrote in your dream list? I'm saying the current way you look. Now, you wrote that his, his beard should be well-shaped, um, his packs should be on point, his pocket square should align with the tie, his um, tie pin and the belt and the shoe and the bracelet and the wristwatch, everything should align together, everything should be on point, on fleek. I'm saying your current appearance as a lady does it fit that kind of man? Will you be a mismatch or you would be a perfect fit when you meet the kind of man that you put as your dream list? So I would want you to do um, a personal style survey where you clearly create a map for style upgrade for yourself. Now, you may need a professional to help you on this one, but be flexible and willing to try new things because how you present yourself matters a whole lot. Trust me on this one. You cannot say you want a power dresser man, but you are dressing like you are in the 18th century. It will not work. It's not a cost, but it will not work that way. Okay? So remember also that this upgrade is even beyond the man. All right? It is actually doing something great for yourself. It's a major confidence booster because the moment you look good, you will feel great also. And so do not um, say that this is how I've always been and then you stay laid back. You can make adjustments. I'm not saying where, what you cannot afford also, no. But if looking good is not even a priority for you, then we need to get you out of that system. We need to get you out of that state. Uh, okay, so there's this, I'm sure you may have seen this show at a point in time. It's, it's called um, How Do I Look? How do I look by journey? How do I look? So before, how do I look? Have you ever watched that show before? So I wanted to, if you've never watched it, look for an episode and watch. You would see how people can, you know, change from being totally off point and to becoming, you know, someone very delightful in the way they look. Okay, so it will actually amaze you how deliberate change of style can give you a brand new vibe and you just start feeling great, ready to do bigger things, okay? I also have a full model for taking your um, style game to another level. So watch out for that particular one. Still under this pre-relationship refinery. Don't worry, by the time we're done with this course, you will be ready, 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 okay? Also, you have career upgrade and gathering more knowledge in your field okay it's also time to go forward with your career and your business if you run one let excellence become your emblem as you do not want um you know to to, to be with someone that um is seeing you as a mediocre all right now being single like i said before does not mean that your life should be on hold 
okay? Or you're just waiting for someone to come and make your life meaningful. Move forward and do great things because you have an assignment as an individual and God expects you to fulfill that assignment without excuses. Your life should not pause because of marriage. Make big moves and grow that your world-class brand. Stop playing small. Expand your territory. It's time to go all out and do all the big things and the beautiful things you've always wanted to do as far as your business is concerned and stop using the excuse of, oh, I don't have a man i've not i've not gotten anybody yet so that's why you're just doing it and when when i have a husband that's when i'll be able to be serious with my business no it shouldn't be that way make up your mind that you would do every beautiful thing that needs to be done okay so improving your career if you need to take an extra course start taking the course if you need to do something extra with what you do currently please go ahead and begin to do those things but stop making excuses you know and staying on the same spot and saying you're not ready to make the adjustment that is necessary for you okay so please do what needs to be done especially in this area of upgrading in your career and gaining more knowledge okay in your field okay now we're still talking about deliberate steps now to improve on yourself okay now also reading books and accessing social media content of people who are where you want to be okay can be another way to open you up you know to a to a wider perspective of life all right all you know is not all that there is to know so go for more wisdom be deliberate about this and you can create a knowledge map for the things you want to learn about what i mean by this is that so um put it up as a list you can open a folder or a file for this and say okay so i want to learn more about um maybe makeup i want to learn more about um taking care of the home i want to learn more about being an expert in um, customer service i want to learn more about innovation it depends on what you want to learn more about but create a knowledge map so that you know that okay i um as i'm working on finances so i need to get workbooks i need to get um different things that will just help you in the areas um, that you're trying to gain knowledge in to expand in gaining that knowledge okay all right so also get voices that are proficient in those areas and plan for how you are going to glean from their wisdom so that you don't just go all over the net surfing and surfing without it so start deliberately with the teachers the people that you say okay these are trusted voices in this field that i really want to learn from so start with them you know learn from them before you know start expanding to several other people that way you're streamlined with the information that you're getting and you can really maximize the information that you get from them okay and then also please in upgrading and working on yourself get your financials together getting married is not a ticket to solve all your financial challenges so put it in order put your finance in order if you're in debt please get out of debt fast okay and then learn about budgeting learn about saving learn about making financial growth moves okay learn about investments aha uh -huh. so you must not finish everything that comes into you so have very good financial investments get good counsel of course con concerning financial investments so that i don't fall into the hand of frauds but investing is so vital the rule of course of investing is investigate before you invest investigate gate before you invest okay so we're still talking about deliberately improving on yourself please love yourself more and enjoy the season that you're in 
be a more grateful person. Instead of frowning and looking gloomy all over the place, invest in being more thankful. Be a grateful person. Also, invest and improve in your relationship with God. Get into deeper intimacy. Take your spiritual growth to a whole new level. Okay, but you must be deliberate. I'm mentioning all these things because you can easily say, oh, what should I work on? I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. But spelling this out helps you to know the areas that's exactly they're supposed to go and work on as a person. Okay, another one will be upgrade your people skill and your emotional intelligence. Uh, you can't continue to be a cry cry baby all over the place. And you cannot also quarrel with every human that you see. You have to learn how to work with people. Humans would always be humans and you would always have humans around you to work with. Make up your mind that you would learn how to work with people and do it well. Okay. Also, self-esteem and confidence boosting. Please, if you can take courses on this, please do take courses, especially if you have a low self-esteem or you have an esteem issue. Okay. You need to work on being a very confident woman and having a healthy self-esteem for yourself. So please make it something that is very important to you that you'll be that woman of confidence consistently. Of course, in improving on yourself, self-mastery, you hear me say this over and again, nothing is as powerful as understanding you and knowing how to get the best out of yourself. And nobody will do this one for you. So you are the one that will master yourself by yourself. Okay. And then building a productive network work and cycle all right so learn to get into a positive and successful you know prompting network that will push you to become more don't stay in that your cycle where you know everyone is just there just trying to manage and cope no if your cycle or the, the people you've been you've been you've been you've been flowing with for a very long time they've they've just been on the same level and they are not ready to push more for growth you may want to check out of that cycle and go for something else so go for a circle that really works for you and you'll be able to get the necessary things out of it also please build strategic alliance you really do need healthy friendships and relationships please prioritize this one also you cannot live as a lone ranger forever so make up your mind that you will begin to build healthy friendships and relationships generally with people not just um i mean both male and female that is okay so make sure that you are building strategic alliance with people and finally still for working on yourself upgrade your skills whatever skills you currently have and that you have discovered you know from your self-mastery game keep sharpening them don't stay crude don't remain that way push for more Anything you say you are you are becoming an expert an expert in, then do more and become more in that field and in that area. I'm sure that this would really help you as you begin to take these steps to work on yourself and to improve on yourself, and you'll be better for it. Okay, so we're almost rounding up on this one. Okay, so finally, what assures me? What is my confidence? What scriptures? What word would be there for me to say this is what I'm holding on to that assures me? Okay, so you cannot say that you're actually believing God for something that you don't have faith for so you only have faith when you have a word from god or you heard a word that gave you faith that's romans 10 and 17 that's what it says so because faith will only come by hearing so what word have you put together so everyone trusting for a a spouse you need to gather the scriptures in that area 
correctly and deliberately. Now put them in your journal, okay? So that's part of your assignment. Get the scriptures and put them in your journal. Your own clear scripture that you're holding on to that assures you. My scripture does not have to be your scripture. Someone else's scripture doesn't have to be your scripture. You can, as you're looking at what looks like a normal scripture, it can jump at you and become your scripture for that expectation. So I, I could just highlight a few scriptures that you may want to meditate on and I hope that this would inspire you to create your own scriptures. Of course, there are several others and we would explore some more in some other models. Okay, there is Mark eleven twenty four, and I'll just paraphrase it. It says, whatever I desire when I pray, it is a desire for which, of course, provision has already been made. You cannot be believing God for somebody else's husband. And be saying you are receiving him by faith. He's not available to you. So you cannot receive that kind of thing. So when you're saying, oh, you have expectation, make sure expectation has provision from the word. All right. And then another scripture can be that, um, Isaiah 34, 16, that says that none shall lack her mate, okay? So I know that it is God's intent, you know, for us to be married, okay, and then that the provision has been made. So since you desire it, you can now ask God for it and know that you would have what you have desired, all right? First um, Samuel 2 and verse 8 says, I would attract only royalty and not go nowhere men. A man after God's heart finds me, okay? Uncircumcised and unclean men will not come my way. So for clarification for this one, of course, the first Samuel 2, 8, they just says to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory, okay? So um, for you, it can be that, you know, when you are saying, oh, I want a man that is royalty, a king and all that, this can be a scripture, hey, okay? And then um, there is also in Ezekiel 16, 8 to 14 in the message translation. I mean, he put it so beautifully out there. You can go ahead and look at it. Um, just a wonderful scripture. Okay. So there are several other scriptures that you need. Okay. But please go all out and do that search and hold on to the word. It's easy for someone to just hand over to you those scriptures. But when you do the search personally, um, there's something it does to you and it gives you this form of confidence because you know you found it out for yourself and then it, it will mean it a whole new thing to you as you do that search okay so don't live in the land of wishes be very very deliberate so it's not okay um it's okay not to know them before now but god is you know giving you this currently for a purpose so use it over and again and i'm assured that this is what god wants us um, to do at this time when we are not distracted Okay, so use this season very well. Understand your season. Again, God can restrain you for a season because he has seen ahead of your future. When something great is coming, sometimes the preparation period is a bit longer, okay? Be anxious for nothing. He that will come will come and will not tarry. A good decision can make a lot of difference in our lives. So sometimes we need to clear out unprofitable relationships to make room for the new one. We need God's help, of course, to do that. So it's your season, my precious, beautiful, polished and fit queen. And I'm so glad you took this model 
I am grateful for this opportunity to share with you and to do all that we've done together. Again, please feel free to expand it beyond the scope. This was simply an awakening for you. Thank you for taking session one, model three of the Polished and Fit Marriage Preparatory Course. I'm super excited to walk the journey with you. Looking forward to sharing more exciting insights and moments with you. The journey of a thousand miles begins with taking the right steps. See you in model four. It is a deep one. Hmm. I can hardly wait for it. I'm still your privileged project facilitator, Feintolua Ademola Adetuberu. You can call me FT, the awakener. I love you so much and I cannot wait to um, hear from you. Thank you for sticking with me through this process. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Keep winning. I love you.